Hi, this is Jason King, and you're listening to the Health Policy and Advocacy Nursing Network, also known as HPAN. The Indiana General Assembly adjourned to Sina Dia this past Wednesday, April 24th. Sina Dia is Latin and literally translates to without day, meaning that the legislature adjourned without assigning a day for further meeting or hearing. The legislature will reconvene in mid to late May to consider any bills vetoed by the governor and to assign topics to interim study committees. In this podcast, I will wrap up a few items that were remaining from my previous podcast and then begin to talk about ways to engage with the legislators who represent you. House Bill 1344, the Nurse Licensure Compact Bill, according to the website BillTrack50.com, shows that the bill has not been signed or enacted by Governor Holcomb yet. I will continue to provide information in further podcasts. But one item of note that I just discovered is that the Indiana Professional Licensing Agency, the IPLA, has a webpage dedicated to an announcement regarding the Nurse Licensure Compact. I will give you the web address so you can go and see it for yourself. It is at www.in.gov forward slash PLA forward slash 2488.htm. It says, and I quote, important new information. Due to unforeseen circumstances, the Indiana State Board of Nursing must delay implementation of the Multi-State Licensure Compact until further notice. All nurses must have an Indiana license to practice in Indiana, regardless of your legal state of residence. If you have questions about this matter, please contact the board at 317-234-2043 or pla2 at pla.in.gov. More to come as I know more. This next update comes from Blaine Miley at the Indiana State Nurses Association regarding the use of the title veterinary nurses by veterinary technicians. He states that on the final day of the legislative session, the following language was inserted into House Bill 1542, which passed both chambers. The Indiana Board of Veterinary Medical Examiners shall study the regulation of veterinary technicians and submit a report to the Legislative Council before November 1, 2019. Blaine continues, the fact that this study will be done by the Vet Board as opposed to an interim study committee of legislators certainly opens the door for a more biased viewpoint on the issue. It could also curtail public input. Bottom line, nurses need to continually advocate to their state legislators on this issue. As a resource, ISNA has posted a statement from ANA on the issue, signed on to by most of the state nurses associations, including the ISNA. If you'd like a link to the ANA statement, please send an email to me, jking at iuhealth.org, and I will forward it to you. House Bill 1275, Sepsis Treatment Guidelines, requires a hospital to adopt, implement, and periodically update evidence-based sepsis guidelines for the early recognition and treatment of patients with sepsis, severe sepsis, or septic shock that are based on generally accepted guidelines. This passed both the House and Senate and is awaiting the governor's signature. The Perinatal Care Bill, House Bill 1007, was also signed by both chambers and is awaiting the governor's signature. House Bill 1444, which taxes e-liquids, did not move forward, but was instead sent to a study committee. The bill which passed reads that it urges the Legislative Council to assign an appropriate interim study committee to the taxation of CBD oil and vaping products. Now that the session is over, it's a great time to start building relationships with your legislators. 
Use the Capital Call app that we've discussed in prior podcasts or the Indiana General Assembly website, www.iga.in.gov, to become familiar with who represents you. Now, here are a few tips for a personal visit with your legislator. First, you need to make an appointment by calling their staff person and let them know that you'd like 15 to 30 minutes to discuss an issue. It is appropriate to let that staff person know what the topic is and what you'd like to discuss. Make sure you make the most of the time that you have with your legislator. Make sure you practice beforehand what you want to say. This is a time to tell your story and tell them why it is so meaningful to you. Allow time for questions, always keeping track of time. If you don't know the answer to a question that they ask, that's okay. Make sure that you say that you don't know the answer, but you're happy to find out and follow up later via email. If possible, leave a one-page fact sheet with the legislator about your issue. Leave your contact information and anticipate what the other side of the issue or points will be. When possible, you may also want to send that one-page fact sheet ahead of time to allow them to look it over to ask you questions while you're with them. If the legislator has concerns about the issue or is opposed to your issue, be respectful of their opinion and ask if there's any additional information that they'd like to have. Before you leave, always thank them for their time. And then follow up via email and thank them. And then make sure that you include any information that you promised during the conversation. Please make sure to keep listening to these podcasts as I have some new and exciting features coming. As always, if you want to get more involved in advocacy and you're looking for ways to help, please contact me at jking at iuhealth.org and I will gladly help you get more involved. If there's, any, any, if there's ever any content or education that you'd like for me to cover, please let me know. You can also follow me on Twitter at jking underscore iuh. As a unified team, together, we can lead the transformation of healthcare through quality, innovation, and education, and make Indiana one of the nation's healthiest states.